0: Alright, welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Table Talk Podcast. Um, we have a fun show for you today. Um, we are excited to have this show today. Uh, first of all, I know you're wondering what is going on here. Well, there's a lot going on here, alright? So we wanted to have a little bit of fun. We've had some pretty serious conversations this last month um, in the Table Talk Podcast, so we figured that this would be the best case scenario is to have a nice little Uh, Show because you know, we've been focusing on mental health and you know, what's great for your mental health is some stress reliever is some painting Okay So as you guys can see we are officially live Uh, First of all, can you push the camera way more towards Sada? I don't know why it's pointing like that Um, A little bit more towards sada. Okay, there you go. That's great Like I said, this is season 2 episode 7 of the table talk podcast. We are officially live Uh, Thank you all for those that are joining us uh, are, are here today. want to introduce the people that are here. You got co host Sarah Thabit, little sis Sarah Thabit in the building. Of course, you got myself Omar Thabit, but today I'm going to be calling myself Omar Picasso. Okay, that is going to be my name, Omar Picasso. So please refer to me as Omar Picasso because that's what I do. All right. Uh, yeah, it looks good, Zach. It looks good. Appreciate it. You got Zach in the back, Ramsey. No, that's okay. We're going to hopefully, the next person should be coming as well. Um, and then you got big sis Iber Thabit. She's in the building, she's over here. I know you can't maybe see us too well, but we're here. I promise you, we are here. And then our guest is Rezan. Want to make sure I said that correctly? Rezan, yeah. Rezan, you want to do that? (laughs) Um, Our guest is Rezan. She is an artist. So this is what she do, you know. She is currently a student at U of M. Um, getting her degree, correct, if I'm correct. She's going to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more. But, uh, you know, looking forward to hearing more about that. Then we have Janine showing up as well. So uh, she'll be coming hopefully any minute now. So we have a couple artists in the building today. And today we're going to be talking about mastering your art. Uh, Art is not just um, painting or making pictures or drawing and stuff. We're going to get into detail about that as well. So we'll talk about that later. Just want to say be sure to subscribe to our pages. You have Oz Media 313s YouTube page. Facebook and Instagram, uh, MotivateMe313. And you can listen to the show later on Apple on Spotify podcast under Oz Media. And now you can also follow us on TikTok. You know, we were away for a little bit, but we're back. So now we're going to try to give you all some TikTok videos as well. And if you want to call in, please feel free to call in. The number is 313-306-1750. Again, the number is 313-306-1750. Please feel free to call in whenever you'd like. Uh, we can definitely have a conversation over the phone, all right? We want to give a shout-out to the sponsors. You got Balkan House, Hanley International Academy, Kahwa House, and BC Adhesives. So, Ramsey, can you run us the Balkan House ad right quick so that we can give a shout-out to the Balkan House restaurant? Um, just seen Juma today at Hanley. Look at that. Balkan House, Hanley, all of them, you know, small circle. But shout-out to the Balkan House restaurant. So go ahead, Ramsey. The Balkan House restaurant. The Balkan House restaurant is famous for their donut kebab sandwich. But did you know that the Balkan House now serves breakfast? Did you also know that all their food is 100% halal? The Balkan House now also have two food trucks. So you can book your next party or event with the Balkan House on wheels. Their Hamtramck location is 3028 Kniff Street, Hamtramck, Michigan. Their Ferndale location is 314 West 9 Mile Road, Ferndale, Michigan. Again, you can book their food trucks for your next party or event. So if you're looking for a nice place to eat with friendly service and great prices, look no further than the Balkan House restaurants. Shout out to Balkan House Restaurant. Shout out to Juma. Shout out to Hassan. Shout out to Big Hams over there at the Balkan House restaurant as well. All right. So with that said... Ibid. What were you just saying right here? You said you wanted to do a theme or something. You wanted to have a certain theme. Do you
1: guys want to do a theme where we all kind of like draw what we think, like or
0: whatever we want? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I I think drawing whatever it is that we want because, listen, I got set up. Okay, I think they were talking to each other behind closed doors. They know that this was a competition. All right, they knew that this was.
2: told me it was a competition.
0: All right, they knew that this was a competition. I'm not good at this. I thought we were going to color in uh, numbers. You know how it was going to already be set Mm. up. You know, they came over here with some blank things right here. It's all blank, okay? So, we're going to have to come up with our own art. Uh, it's going to be a friendly competition. I'm just messing around, all right? But, yeah, we're definitely it's going to...
1: competition.
3: It's just...
0: I'm going to take a picture of each of our photos. <laughs> it's
3: supposed to be chill because we
0: said <laughs> mental health. Okay. Uh. Exactly. Yeah, well, okay, there you go. So, GG Gamer said, how are y'all doing? Shout out to GG Gamer. We are doing well. It looks like Ahem. Is that Ahem? I know you can look at it over there um, at uh, OBS. All right, but with that said, Razan, uh, how are you? Uh, welcome. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Alhamdulillah, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, my name is Rizan. Hi everyone. Um, I'm currently a sophomore at U of M, studying art and design. Um, potentially minoring in entrepreneurship. Um, my parents immigrated from Syria and born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Um, what else do you want to know? <laughs>
0: um, I guess, what are your goals uh, after college?
3: So I'm not quite sure yet. I'm, I'm. I have like a few interests that I'm still exploring. So, um, creative direction, film, and illustration are kind of like the three things that um, I enjoy the most. So potentially going in that route after college. Um, I also really like business, so I do see myself um, working like freelance or um, running my own kind of like small business, uh, and that usually aligns with a lot of artists' paths. So. Uh, I do have my own print shop right now. Shout out to DesignCreates.com. You can buy prints on there. Yes. So um, I've already kind of like started that journey, but I'm excited to pursue those interests. Inshallah.
0: Inshallah. Inshallah. That's awesome. I know Abid. Uh, low key, is the artist in the family. Okay.
3: Yeah, I see her stuff. It's yeah, really cool. Yeah, Abid. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, Abid is low key the artist in the family. So she uh, she definitely uh, can get creative uh, sometimes. So Abid, what are your thoughts on everything? Did you ever want to pursue Like an artist Or an art degree Or anything like that
1: uh, I mean To be honest Like I would have loved To just You know Be able to do it But I knew for Like m- When I graduated high school I didn't even know How I was gonna Go to college yeah. And then I had a baby And I was like Okay I have to have Like I have to try to I'm not that good You know what I mean yeah. And then just I have to focus on something That I can You know Be good at So I mean for sure For fun It helps me A lot I wish I went back to painting I used to paint a lot more Yeah Um but yeah i'm not definitely not to the point where i'll get commissioned or anything like that so no i
3: mean everybody starts off like they're like uneasy about it like i mean my decision to even go into art was so last minute like i literally sent in my application an hour before it was due and it had like oh my god i had made the decision to apply like one month before the application was due and so i made all 15 portfolio pieces in one month like Wow. so sometimes like that's what happens and like sometimes it's easy to psych yourself out and be like yeah i'm not good at it i'm not but like it's like you tried right and it worked yeah. and like your business is popping Thank you. so Thank you. yeah
0: there you go sara have you ever thought about doing uh artists or artwork anything like that
3: um
2: like we said before art is not necessarily have to be like drawing or painting or blah blah, blah. i'm my art i'm really bad at my handwriting is bad
0: yeah. like uh, no, me
2: too. <laughs> i i can't do this this is gonna be horrible i already know but um i'm really good at beauty art so i'm really good at makeup and i love you know doing other people's makeup um sometimes i really think that um that's probably the calling for me yeah. i like esthetician makeup all that good stuff like i just i find it
3: therapeutic in a sense um but no dunno, we'll see those we'll skills see. transfer sometimes. Yeah. Like, I started in makeup and um, face paint. So, like, when I was trying to figure out, like, what I was going to do in college, I was, like, trying to explore different things. So, I started face painting for, like, school events. Yeah. Um, and then I was, like, this is really cool. And then I went into um, this, like, volunteer program at a theater in Royal Oak. And I did, like, stage makeup. And so, I was, like, oh this God, is really nice. Is. Yeah, it was really fun. And so, I was, like, okay, I feel like this is where I thrive. Like, I'm enjoying this a lot. Um, And I love the flexibility of it. And so you don't know your skills could transfer onto the canvas like it's it's pretty like much the same stuff so
0: Yeah, I'm over here messaging right now because she uh, Janine is also gonna be here. That's why that seat is empty. She's I believe she's here So oh there she is there you go. She's in the (laughs) building. There you go. I'm sorry, Janine. I apologize Uh, That's on me, but that is your seat right there Uh, if you want to go ahead and take the seat right there How are you Janine? Um, you know Razan already This is my sister Abir got myself Amar And uh, my sister Sada right here So uh, we're going to keep it rolling We're going to keep it rolling While Janine gets herself settled in And uh, my first question to you Razan um, Is basically What made you want to go into And what what is this art I guess the category for this art, art That you do
3: Yeah so um, Again like what kind of motivated me to do it Was seeing that like um, I enjoyed like the hustle of it I enjoyed the flexibility of it, the, like, I don't really like this structured type of, um, career path that a lot of people go into, and so I knew that this was something that I was going to probably thrive in, um, and really it was, like, during high school that, um, my interest in it peaked, um, so, yeah, I kind of just felt like, um, I wanted to explore that, and so right now I'm exploring illustration, film, um, so I don't have, like, one type of art that I do, but, um, generally it's this. I have the same kind of ideas or themes that I like to explore within like all different types of uh, mediums or work.
0: Nice, nice. And so, Janine, I've introduced you, but if you want to introduce yourself a little bit for those that may not know, you know what is it that you do and and your profession and what made you even get into uh, art as well.
4: Of course, sorry guys, I'm late. I have no concept <laughs> of time. It's really bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. No, you're fine. Don't even worry about it.
4: Of course. So my name is Janine Yassin. Um I am a local artist. I studied accounting and finance at U of M Dearborn. Um, I'm a, I've been an organizer in Dearborn for very long. So I don't know if you guys have heard of For the Banat or Najil Banat Banat or the Alhamdulillah Coalition. Um, those are my babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I also have a nonprofit called Al-Samud Center or Merkaz al-Samud um, it's meant to be kind of like a community center that centers art and organizing, and that's kind of still in the work. so we do programming here and there. We have a women's only book club, we have a Tatri Circle. We're currently working on um, a women-only Dabke group that inshallah would transform into a women-only uh, Dabke troop, um, which we don't see often. So yeah, that's kind of like the work that I do, and then I'm also a painter first and foremost. Uh, <laughs> I used to be really good at sketching, but I don't really do that anymore. I'm a digital artist, and a lot of the infographics, out for the banat, um, are created by me. Um, and I also do totriz, which is a traditional Palestinian embroidery. Um, I'm making a traditional Palestinian thob. Um, although, you know, totriz is well known to be Palestinian, it's actually a very uh, Arabi thing and a very Swana thing, um, that being Southwest Asia and North Africa. So it's a, a very uh, traditional thing that we have in our culture, but it's really. Um, Emphasizes Palestinian because you know they're killing us and they're erasing us and they're trying to take mm-hmm. away our culture. So, a lot of Palestinians really harbor Tatris and that's kind of why we have that rep.
0: Yeah, and if you go to your page on Instagram, you got a lot of uh, Palestinian-themed artwork as well. So, uh, definitely nice to you rocking the the Palestinian uh, meshedda as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out to that right now. Uh, So listen, while we are doing this interview, I think that's the plan, right? It's to be painting at the same time. I know all the paint colors are over here. So we got Zach, my brother, uh, from the Movement Podcast. Shout out to Zach. uh, Shout out to uh, AKA Big General. Um, If you can, you guys will tell him any color that you'd like. And he could even like walk around here and hand it to you. Um, And I guess there's no theme. So I guess you guys can just do whatever it is that you enjoy what are you? Are you looking up pictures right now? I've been yeah. cheating. Look, at I've been okay. cheating, man. She's I'm r- like, oh, I don't
1: think I'm rude. I'm just trying to find something like for inspiration.
0: See, as soon as I said competition, she started looking at her <laughs> it phone. I right. thought that was that. See, I look at know. her. Oh, you get ideas. I'm gonna take a picture of everybody's thing and 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 I don't know, whatever. We we won't have to do all that. So uh, I guess yeah, we could definitely paint. I don't know what we're all gonna decide to do. Uh, we could have some fun with it. I'm gonna start painting once we start. Um, when we hear while they're hearing their answers. Uh, but we're going to keep it rolling. Um, we're going to keep it rolling. And my next question is, what is it like to be a Muslim artist, I guess? So, and what was it like for, with your families when you told them that you wanted to be an artist? Uh, Janine, I'll start off with you on this one. So what is it like to be a Muslim woman artist? Is it any different than, I guess, any other people that you may have talked to? And, and also, how was that like telling your family that this is something that you wanted to uh, pursue?
4: Ah oh, that's such a loaded question.
0: I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. But this is, I, this is I'm trying to give me something that I can start. No course.
4: <laughs> um I would say being a Muslim artist is so challenging. Um, I think being Palestinian and Muslim is even more challenging because oftentimes people see my art or when I've applied to galleries, they're like, oh, hell no. Like, you know, it's a no, like, this is too radical, you know. So that's the aspect of being Palestinian. Sometimes being visibly Muslim, people don't even give me the chance at all. Um, I remember I went to a gallery and they just looked at me and they were like, no. We don't uh you don't exhibit your type of art No way. Yeah, and that was like before horrifying. you even showed
1: before you even showed your art?
4: Yeah, before I even showed it. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> if I showed it it would have been a big no as well. I mean, if me looking like a specific way is, you know. So That's it, pretty sad. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely a struggle um yeah, and there, and I feel like there are different like heaviness when it comes to either being Muslim and then being Palestinian and being openly political. And it's really sad to see kind of how the art community is nowadays. Um, so a lot of my art is um, based on my experiences uh, and based on like how I feel about Palestinian and how I, I am hoping for you know a free Palestine and I'm very vocal about that. And it's not really um, welcome in, in the art community because art nowadays isn't really art like it's not it, I don't know I feel like it's this terrible thing but I just feel like art nowadays don't really say anything yeah. um it's very like surface level and um it's very white dominated so people like me don't really belong in the art field and that's kind of why like a lot of the organizing I do whether it's for like for the banat or whether it's just for Palestine a lot of it is rooted in art we've had a lot of healing circles where we center art, we have like coloring sheets, we have series. because honestly at the end of the day, like everyone in a sense is an artist and we all crave that creativity. But living in this type of world where we're all like on survival mode, where we're all getting jobs or we're all relying on like, you know, just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Some of us come from like really war torn um, countries, you know, and we're just taught that, well, we're we have better opportunities. So let's build like generational wealth. We're not told that. We come from a very creative community. We're not told about the history of our culture. Like even things like Hinna, who it's as simple like as Hinnah, which is like absolutely crazy. I feel like Hinna nowadays is so generic, they all look the same, but when we look at our history of Hinnah, specifically in the Shem, we were so inspired by everyday life. We were inspired by poetry. We could listen to poetry and then and then translate it to Hinnah and everyone had like a unique Design It was extremely beautiful and creative and like mindful. And nowadays it's just going back to surface level because we live in a very surface level world. So uh, I know I took that, um, I took that question no, and
0: like no, I like it. No, I like, I like the route because I, I understand what you're saying.
4: Yeah. And then for my parents, they weren't really supportive. Um, I don't have a studio. I'm not a professional artist. I didn't study art. I I do art in my room, so there's always paint everywhere. And it used to drive my mother insane. <laughs> <laughs> can you put your up here?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was going to say, but uh, while Zach was, I mean, while she was answering the answer, after that, Zach can come over here. But hold on, let her finish up because I don't want you to walk in front of the camera. But how was that like? So, like you said, with your mother and stuff, like it was. Just
4: It was a battle. She would make me scrub the floor a lot. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mom, I'm just going to end up having more paint on it. And we ended up like fighting a lot for years. And I think um, now that I'm an adult officially, she just got tired of it. She's like, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that. Zach, you want to come over here? And then y'all can start telling him whatever colors that y'all would maybe want. He could hand y'all the whole bottle. Um, so I don't know if y'all got a specific thing in mind.
3: Could you hand me the orange one?
0: We got orange.
3: It's like a peach. It's by the cup, yeah. There you go. Yellow and
0: red. Shout out to Zach, by the way. We appreciate Zach. Uh, He is our uh, behind the scenes guy. And we also got Ramsey. We want to give a shout out to Ramsey as well. As a matter of fact, Ramsey, I think this is a good time to run another sponsor, which is going to be BC Adhesives. So Ramsey, if you want to go ahead and run that BC Adhesives ad, and then you guys can start... Uh, Telling Zach whichever colors you guys uh, would like to do. BC Adhesives, Ramsey. BC Adhesives. You can go to BC Adhesives for all your industrial adhesives needs. They do food packaging, book binding, uh, product assembly, uh, and many other industrial services. Red. So if you are in need of adhesives for your business or having trouble with and your red. current adhesives applications, and you can contact them by phone 1 679 1- 888- yeah. 679- 9825. Or go on yes. their website www.bcadhesives.com. com. If you want green, you can use green too, but I'll use his green. You know, all right, shout out to BC Adhesives. Shout out to Matt Terry. We were just at their wedding this past weekend. Uh, Razan, I'm sorry to bother you um, while you're getting ready, but same question for you, I guess. Is basically, you know how, uh, you know what what is it like to be a Muslim woman artist? You know what's your experience like? By the way, Janine, um, I don't think we're putting enough emphasis on that. That's pretty sad that you have to go through all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll, I'll get back to you on my, on a follow-up question. And then, you know, how was it like for your family when you first told them that this is something that you want to pursue?
3: Yeah. So, um, I definitely agree with Janine. It's, it's not easy being a Muslim female artist. Um, like I have, I used to like apply to a lot of different competitions, both global and, um, and kind of like international and national. Um, and I would submit a lot of my pieces and some of them are very political, Um, and I would say they were pretty good for the requirements that were asked. And so seeing a lot of that stuff kind of get denied and, you know, I wasn't told the same things that Janine was told. Like, obviously she faced a very like blatant kind of like discrimination, um, for the stuff that she was, um, you know, sharing, but I definitely feel like there are a lot of boundaries um, both within our community and in the art world. And I was just uh, kind of speaking to someone about this earlier. Um, I am in art school, and it's, it's like I don't think I have a single professor that isn't white. And it's a very different experience to create art that is representative of my experiences and my culture and like not receive the, the feedback and the critique that I need in order to improve And any feedback I am receiving is purely from a white lens. So Mm. that's a very difficult um, kind of, I guess, way to grow. So a lot of it, I feel like I'm relying on um, other artists like me that I go to for feedback and help because I'm not finding it in my own art school. Um, But in terms of, like, my family supporting it, I feel like my parents are, alhamdulillah, they're pretty supportive of it. Of course, at first when, I mean, I did a complete 180. I was initially going to go into, like, the medical field. And this was, like, during high school and middle school. Like, I thought I was, like, so into it. Um, And then when I applied to art school, I kind of didn't really... I think my dad knew I was working on it, but he didn't know that that was, like, what I really wanted to do. So at first, like, naturally, he was nervous because I feel like our parents, as immigrants, they come here and they kind of want you to do the route that's, like, um, tried and tested, right? And you can't blame them because they just... They just want safety and, like, security for their kids. Um, But I think... Once he realized that I was able to get opportunities for myself and um, do really well on my own, I think he was like, okay, maybe this is something that is going to be good for you. Uh, My mom was, like, always on board. She kind of just, like, knew I was a hustler, so she's like, you'll be fine. Um, And I have, like, I have six siblings, so they're all kind of, like, cheering me on. They're very supportive of it. Um, But they always make it known that, like, they were the guinea pigs, so, like, they went through all the trials of like getting things <laughs> approved. Um, so yeah, like it probably wouldn't have been easier for my older siblings, but
0: yeah, know. as you said, that Abid was smirking. Mm-hmm. That's Ibe's famous line in our family, <laughs> by you the oldest? way. No. Go ahead, bet you're gonna speak it to the ca- microphone and share your thoughts on this.
1: No, it, it's definitely very hard for like the older siblings, especially when the oldest girl. I feel like you're the trailblazer for the family in so many different ways.
0: I agree. No, I agree because Abir was the one that had to uh, do the married route and, mm-hmm. you know, have, the, you know, she had a kid and then, you know, so she definitely uh, paved the way, even yeah. for herself. I mean, alhamdulillah, she ended up doing it for herself, um, but, you know. just
2: for the girls in the families.
0: Yeah, for everybody that knew her and growing up around her. 100 what are your thoughts right now? By the way, for those that maybe just tuning in, so what we're doing is we're having a nice talk. Uh, we have Razan and we have Janine here, both of them artists. And so we decided, hey, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we do some picture or, or um, create some art while we're doing an interview with art? You know, sounds crazy, yes, but I wanted to try it out, and so far so good. It seems like we are enjoying ourselves. At least, you know, I think I'm over here, uh, good side is focused.
3: I'm trying.
0: Ibey was over there looking at things for you, 20 you guys minutes. You are gonna
3: distract us. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm even gonna come out with a painting at the end. Yeah,
0: we're, we're doing. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it was on purpose. It's on purpose <laughs> because, you know, we want you uh, all to let us know, you know, who's art. I'm going to post it for fun, okay? I'm going to take a picture. That, why does
2: everything have to be a competition? No, now it's going to be a competition. Why? And that's why I'm 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 focused on this.
0: As I says, why is it a competition? She's she over there. looking at yeah. photos. Drawing, taking this serious. Well, she's, right.
3: she's taking the opportunity to make something nice. There you go. No. um.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. What, what are your thoughts on everything that's being said right now? Because there's some... I know we're drawing, I mean, we're we're painting right now, but this is actually sad that you guys are dealing with this, and it's surprising me. You know, I thought it would be, like, a little bit more open, at least in the art world, but...
2: No, I think when you're doing... Because, okay, I'm just going to assume this is... This is kind of like you guys' hobby as well, right? Did it become a hobby first and then became a career, or...?
3: Um, I can go first. It started as a hobby, and I realized it was... It aligned with kind of, like my preferences for Cure path just because i like the lack of structure and the flexibility and all of that so it did start like it did start off as a hobby but obviously not every hobby is something not every hobby is something that you can like take into yeah
2: and i feel like if you can make your hobby into your um your main source of income then you're winning in life because it doesn't feel like you're, you're working you get what i'm saying it's just it's it's something that you enjoy doing every single day
0: yeah. So. No, for sure. Cool. And I guess my follow-up question to what I was going to say is does that is that very like does that ever make you like want to say like all right, I don't know why I'm doing this or like you get discouraged when you get that kind of feedback? I mean, I don't know Janine, you're I mean, I know you could start off with you Janine. Like do you ever feel like like you know, honestly, like I don't know why I'm doing this? Like you question yourself? That's <laughs> that's what I was wondering when you said that answer.
4: Um so, I guess art for me um it's well, let me tell you how, like, it all started with me in art because I think then it would make a little bit of sense. So um.
1: I'm sorry. Can you move your mic a little bit closer? Yeah. It has to be facing your... um, your
3: Like this, yeah. like, right in front, not from yeah. the side.
1: Oh. Just oh. so they can hear you better. I'm sorry.
0: If you want to. I mean, yep, yeah, that's, yeah. that's actually yeah. perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that would be great.
4: Yeah, so uh for me I think I have a different relationship for art and I actually like disagree with hobbies being like a form of career because I think in the type of world we live in it's like virtually impossible. The only way to like make money is honestly at the end of the day exploiting like labor and exploiting others. Um and that's why I feel like a lot of people get burnt out because they're not creating the way that they want to. They're creating in a way that is used for consumption. Um, but, again, let me backtrack to, like, help folks understand, like, where my relationship from art started. Um, so, I guess, first, genetically, uh, my family are very well-known painters. Uh, my wow. cousin, Ahmed Yasin, he's, like, a really, really famous Palestinian artist. Um, he's the artist that painted on the Sabar, which is, like, a type of plant in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does, and his work is, like, it goes, it, it like, ships internationally from Palestine. Wa Yeah, mashallah. So, um, for me, I didn't really know that I was talented in art. I was just in Nablus. Um, I have a Hawiyah and and, and, um, that basically means that I have Palestinian documentations, but it also limits me that I'm only allowed in specific places in Palestine, and I'm not allowed without a permit in places like Jerusalem and occupied Palestine. So I'm a West Bank citizen, and I remember um, when I was younger, I was walking around Nablus, and I was feeling very defeated because of literally the occupation. And I was very sad, and I was very um, hurt and um, emotionally and physically. And I was walking around Nablus, and I saw this beautiful mural. And in this mural, it was... um, A painting of Palestinians. There were paintings of Palestinian women with vases on their heads, Palestinians on horses. It was a beautiful vivid mural and something about that mural just honestly touched me in ways that made me almost want to cry because at one point I was feeling defeated. I felt like I had an identity crisis. I was really struggling with the occupation but it's that mural that opened my eyes and told me hey like you're Palestinian and everyone around you is Palestinian and this is where you belong and um i think about that mural a lot and it made me realize that there's no such thing as art for the sake of art it's art for the sake of life right um and there are so many stories of resistance and Palestine w- that are only told through art and um so for me like art isn't just like a hobby art is everyday life everything that we do that consists of art is in a way healing, it represents us, whether we choose to use it in the way that we wear, whether we choose to use it in the way we express, os- express ourselves through pain or embroidery. Um, art should be a part of every, everybody's life um, or everybody's everyday life, um, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah, so what was your question?
0: <laughs> no, I guess uh, basically it was uh, like what would be your, like what is your initial reaction when you hear someone Say something like uh, your art doesn't belong here, or something like that. And like, do you get discouraged and stuff like that? But I guess it makes sense. You're basically saying like it's just something that you really enjoy and, and you're passionate about. Is that where you're going with that too?
4: Not really. I think I think art belongs to everybody. Okay. I think I think to be able to say that there's good art and bad art, we're like again being implicit into this capitalist card culture where we believe that art is used for every everybody's consumption when it should be like. Every individual's consumption, you know, yeah, and even when you like go to an art gallery, like your
1: perception of the the photo is different than you know someone else's, and for someone to say that that's not good or that's it's you know it's subjective, yeah, so it's like at the end of the day
0: and, and that's so funny to try say that because you know we actually my wife and I went to a museum recently, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, like how does certain art get to be called or, like, priced the way that it's priced. You know, like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I think it has a more to do with the person that did the art than the actual art. And, I, I mean, you could say I'm wrong, but, like, there was, like, simple stuff of, like, a blank... Like, it, it was, like, a, a painting of, like, black painting, but, like, somewhat smeared. And it, it was, like, I'm looking at it, and I'm, like... And, like what, <laughs> I was looking at it, and I'm, like, I'm be honest with you. I'm, like, how does art... Gets like you know how does how does one decide what is great and what is you know and like it's all the I worth, guess The worth yeah the of it. worth of it I guess you I know I feel
3: the same way at museums because I'm like some of this does not like deserve to be in here or like <laughs> just I mean museums and institutions in general it the it's based on who's in power right like who's deciding what is worthy of being in the museum it's the people that are uh, in power of these institutions, right? Um, There are like general principles of art, like composition and color theory and all these things that like um, help you look at like, I guess the value of it from a technical sense, but then like there's the personal meaning of like why the person created the art. So sometimes that outweighs the actual technique that's used, right? So like that person could, like to us, it could just look like black, like smeared paint, but like the person that maybe submitted it, had some, like, elaborate, um... I explanation. Guess, explanation, right? Yeah. I mean, to me, I feel like it's funny because people expect, like, all artists to think and feel the same way, like, that we're all, like, very, like, kind of in our own head and, like, oh, like, everything is, um... has some sort of meaning, but, like, I do look at those paintings sometimes and I'm like, no, that that's not... I don't consider that art. Um, and to elaborate on what Janine was saying, um, I... being around other creatives in schools like a a really interesting experience because you're seeing what what all these types of people are here to do like why do they make in the first place and something I struggle with is like I feel like artists of color I've generally noticed this pattern is that they have their desire to create comes a lot of it comes from the social issues and social injustice that they face right and so a lot of times the art that we're creating has a message or it carries out some sort of um tradition or something about culture right so like I feel like our urge to create um is very different than I guess other artists and so um like Janine was saying like it becomes a part of you and a part of your life and it's it it's very important. Like and I think that's what made me kind of realize that like it wasn't just a hobby, right? And this is something I wanted to pursue full time because there's so much power that comes with it, right? It's an image but there's no language needed to understand it. There's mm-hmm. so much you can do with it, right? And and that's just one medium. There's plenty of other mediums that you can work with. So I think what the points Janine made are really important because a lot of people's um statements of artists and their ideas of what the creative industry looks like comes from that lack of understanding and that very shallow understanding of like oh well what do you do you just paint like that's all you do Mm. but there's so much more to it and like i've gained so much more from art than like any other thing that i've pursued um it's just it's completely you know changed the way i view everything so
0: and what made you get into videography? Uh, you know, I know you mentioned that as well, so what what made you want to get into that?
3: Well, I feel like I always really liked video and film. I used to, like, film a lot when I was younger and had this, like, fake YouTube channel that I ended up deleting because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a lot of stuff like that. I really enjoyed, like, the editing aspect and, like, just... I felt like I had an eye for, like, camera angles and all that stuff. Um, and then, recently, I, I started taking more video classes, so... And I'm working um, on a short film with some other uh, U of M kids. But um, I really like the way film makes us feel. Like it's there's so much um, there's so much you can do with it, and it it's kind of like uh, it really moves you. And I really like that kind of medium. Like um, working with the setting, working with um, the way you capture someone's personality, the way you you capture their story. Um, and it's a lot of work like it's a lot more work than other mediums but um, there's just an aspect to it that I, I don't find in other types of things
0: by the way if y'all heard my sister laughing earlier it's because she was looking at my picture alright <laughs> she was looking at my uh, I'm sorry art right now and you know you don't see the beauty in it I beat. I, I just want to let you know I kinda okay?
2: like how we all can't see each other's canvases <laughs> I've no, like, been looking I was at mine like, oh yeah yeah I've been looking a, at I wish
0: I
1: did it. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm missing it. We tease, we tease each other a lot. I
0: don't know. Exactly no, I is mean, over here looking good, Sarah. You better be better watch out. Um by the way, if, if Janine's and the Razans is too good, we're probably not gonna include them in the competition. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be like, oh, here's the artist, and then the competition is gonna be between the tabletop people. But what you about to say, Ibe? No, I just
1: think
0: that Make sure you're talking to the mic, by the way.
1: Um, I just think that, you know, when with anything anything artistic in a way, people like to not take it seriously. Mm um in that aspect or whatever but i love i love the fact that you guys are not letting that affect you in any way and um hearing i wanted to mention this earlier um, hearing all the different types of organizations that you're starting a lot of them are woman empowered which i love i'm all for that um for sure um and then adding the aspect of art in it so
0: for sure sara any comments or thoughts right now
1: um
2: I do completely agree with what she said, how when it comes to art, people don't take it serious. And, again, that doesn't just go with, like, painting and whatnot. It could be music. Um, uh, mu- Yes, music. And I think that if you have the talent and you believe that you have the talent, um, go for
0: it. Especially so- nowadays, right, with social media now, um, I think it's like uh – I mean, I guess it makes it like there's more people out there now because of social media too. I guess that's another knock on it, but you could, you know, somebody can see their exposure, you know, your art can get the exposure that you're hoping that it gets. So with social media, I'm, I, does you feel like, do you feel like social media has helped artists or do you feel like it's like kind of like made everyone an artist? And so now there's so many artists and you can't really differentiate from, um, from one or another. Any one of you guys can answer that one first, by the way. Janine, you want to start off with that one?
4: Uh, Sure. So I actually think uh, social media kind of destroyed art, but I don't think it's necessarily like because of social media. I think it's just that we as a society and as a people just don't really appreciate art unless we like selfishly can associate it to ourselves. So oftentimes, like I feel like when I was younger and I was trying to be big, like with art on social media, I felt like in a sense it kind of destroyed me and it got me into this path where I wanted to where I wanted to create for the people instead of creating for myself or creating for a deeper meaning. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I just, that's why I'm always like, well, I don't want to, I don't think that we should be creating for the consumption of others. I don't think we should be creating art for the sake of just putting it on a t-shirt or like, you know, for stickers for people to print. We should be creating what we are seeing, what we are feeling because then that's when we're creating for ourselves.
0: Nice. How about you, Rizan?
4: Yeah. I mean, Social media
3: is the way you use it, right? So, yeah. like Janine said, I think it it really does depend on how wrapped up you get in it, because it's so easy to just be like, "Oh my God!" Like, how do I do this? Like, so much pressure, and and then again, you can it's easy to fall victim to like creating for the consumption of others, especially with just like trying to grow your page or um, make more connections or network. Cause that's something I've definitely struggled with because I I try to balance like being vulnerable about what it means to be in the creative industry and like showing like the good and bad like you know I don't always have these like successful works of art that I uh, post right and it takes a while like it I think people um, can ex- with social media people can expect you to be consistent and posting all the time but artwork is like. It it takes a long time to produce um, pieces that you really care about. So it's really easy to get wrapped up in it. But I also think it's helped because I've made a lot of connections with people through social media, people that have found my work through just like searching me up or somebody shared my stuff with them. So I don't think I would have had that access or had that type of um, result if I wasn't on social media.
0: Makes sense. It makes sense. So I know you guys kind of talked about some of the stuff that y'all do. Do y'all want to maybe get into like a little bit more detail of like some of the major stuff that y'all produce and y'all make with art? Razani can start off with you, I guess.
3: Um. Yeah, well, I kind of jumped right into art school, so I didn't have a lot of time to make pieces like for myself, but I've done a lot of commissions, um, like made a lot of pieces for other people. Generally, the themes I like to uh, paint or explore in my artwork are like political stuff or cultural stuff. I did, um, yeah, that's the one I forgot to bring with me today, but I did a series on exploring different cultures, I think two years ago, it was during COVID. So um, I, I really like working on stuff that's cultural because I feel like um, it gives me an excuse to kind of like do all the research I want and learn about it, especially since I sometimes feel so disconnected to it because um, you know, my parents were born there. I wasn't, I didn't get to go back that much. I went when I was two to Syria. So, um, I really like to focus on those themes. Um, but yeah, like right now I don't have like one set of style or one type of medium I use. So kind of just focusing on those themes and, um, creating them through those different types of mediums. Um, what high school did you go to?
1: Frontier. Oh, wait. yeah. I mm-hmm. graduated from Frontier OA, the first graduating class. I was
3: gonna say, I was like, I, it, did I, I, first I graduated, graduated from
1: Frontier as well.
3: Really? Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that chapter yes. of our life. Yeah, yep. we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> I, well,
0: listen, first of all. Because that's um, so
3: funny. <laughs> that's. But you're a, so a 2020 graduate? Yeah, graduated
1: during COVID.
0: Um, I bet it was Val Victorian of her class. Really? Yes. Yeah, there was
1: like only. We were the first, Make
0: sure you talk into the microphone, please. There was
1: only 16 of us. Wow. We were the first ever graduating. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's gotten bigger. yeah Yeah,
0: for sure for sure sure. um well thank you uh janine do you want to mention some of the stuff that you do i know you kind of touched on it but you want to get into detail
4: um sure so for me again like art is a form of communication especially when it comes to like you know i guess in a sense oppression um and so a lot of the work that i do especially through my arc for the banat is i do create infographics um just kind of communicating and educating the community of how like things like rape culture and misogyny apply Mm. um, and what that looks like in a very visual aspect and again because we're all in a sense like artists I feel like when I do my infographics it does kind of look like a kid's book um, so I feel like people tend to read it or tend to like absorb it better than it being like an essay for example um, I also do work with other organizations um, that are paid. Um, for example, the Palestinian Feminist Collective are coming out with a calendar. Um, and one of the months, uh, my art is on there. Um, I think it's just about solidarity, um, which is a digital piece. Uh, we are doing an art exhibit in Detroit, um, commemorating al Nakba, So it's going to be starting my art. And the theme is like Palestine and Orientalism. And basically, orientalism is kind of like. Well, are, do you guys know what orientalism is?
0: Um, I don't. I don't want to take a guess and be wrong. So you want to tell us?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're wrong, it's okay. Unfortunately, it's not as a common name, but. Um, So under the definition of Edward Said, who is a Palestinian intellectual, he's a Palestinian Christian, he's really well known, um, he wanted to make sense of why our countries were colonized, right? And so he kind of used like French and Algeria as the main example. French invaded Algeria to uh, justify that they were like barbaric people and the French were elite and they knew how to live society well. So they went in to teach the Algerians how to be decent people in a way. And just also understanding how, like, for example, the European royal family um, used to use, like, spices in their uh, portraits to look ethnic because it was unattainable by commoners, and that kind of showed them power. So in a way, Edward Said was kind of communicating how our community, um, not only like Arab, but also other marginalized communities, are othered. For example, like in Dearborn, when... Folks are like, oh, these Dearborners are going to bring Sharia law to America. That's like a form of othering, that there's something Mm. wrong with them. Um, And then there's this also another aspect of Orientalism where like people fetishize our culture. Um, Like the Shriners in Michigan who use the tarbush as a form of like for their fraternity. You know, they they put they call themselves Ahmed in the fraternity. They call themselves Aleppo, kind of like using our culture and our customs as a costume. So the theme is just under Orientalism and Palestine, just kind of making sense of the way we and our bodies and our experiences are kind of fetishized in the West, but also the way that we are othered and our oppression is like justified, like women are oppressed, hijab is bad, blah, blah, blah. So it's really exciting. Um, We're also taking like um, art submissions that'll probably be open in February where folks in the community can apply to have their art exhibited. Um, so yeah, that's something that I'm currently working on, and I have to do 20 paintings, which has been stressful. But
0: nice, you got this. it's a good stressful though. Yeah,
4: not really. <laughs> <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, well, um, thank you for sharing. And and so I guess my next question is, why do you you know why do you feel it's important for people to find what they love doing and to pursue it, whatever that may be? I know we kind of talked about this, but Sada, I'm gonna start off with you. Um, you know, why do you feel like it's important for people to find what it is that they love doing? And to pursue it,
2: um, I think it's really important because um, you don't want to wake up almost, you know, five days out of the week doing something that you don't like. You will only dread it. Not only will you dread it, but you will dread your whole entire life. Um, so going back to what I said, um, it's it's that's why it's nice to if you're a school person, go to school, get that degree. If you're not a school person, learn. Um you know, learn something learn a um uh, trait yes learn a trait uh try to make money off of it. I think that especially in this time of age because of social media, you know people are selling anything from their kitchen from their house from you know t- really taking uh pride on their um their traits and 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 their and their hobbies and making money off of it so if you if you know what you what you're good at, try to find it in a way where you could also um, make it into a career. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. Even if it's in your own like, you know, if it's from home, you know, if you're on your own boss, whether if you need friends and or or people to work with that as well. Um, mm-hmm. and then just go from there.
0: Ibe what are your thoughts on that? Why do you feel it's important for somebody to find what they love love doing and to pursue it?
1: Um like it might take you longer than normal to find your passion but when you realize something that you can you know do and and make your imprint in the world um i feel like take it and 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 go with it because at the end of the day um it's your life uh you want to impact the people that you can impact in a way where it's memorable um do what you love and you never work a day of your life i teach first grade I love it. Um, yes, there's days where I want to pull my hair out and they drive me nuts, but at the end of the day, I feel I feel fulfilled. I feel like you know what I'm doing is important. I feel like I'm you know making a difference, and if that's in the classroom or on a canvas, I feel like you know do do what you want to do.
0: Yeah. Nice, nice, Razan. what is your thoughts on the on that question? Like, why do you feel it's important for people to pursue? What is it that they love doing?
3: Yeah. Um. I mean. I f- 100% agree with that. I think it does make a difference when you enjoy what you're doing. Obviously, it still feels like work sometimes. Like Sometimes I'm like, man, I don't care to paint right now. Like I could not care. Yeah. Any less. But um, I think it is important because it shows up in the way that... Um, it shows up in every aspect of your life when you're really miserable about something that you have to show up to. But I also know that some people, you know, like they they pursue what they really like on the side and that works for them because, um, if it makes them happy that their bills are paid and they don't want to turn their hobby into something that stresses them out, then they're okay with doing it on the side. Um, and so I think it's really important to kind of like assess your preferences and your priorities. Like if you can't stand, um, having to have it, like having to know whenever, not know whenever your hours are, not know when you you need something done, then that's not something that you can do with a hobby. Maybe you have to do something that's more stable. So I think it just depends on assessing your needs, right? Um, And through that, I think you can figure out, like, what kind of balance life you want.
0: Nice. No, I agree. No, definitely like that. And Janine, same question for you. Uh, Why do you feel it's important for people to pursue what it is that they enjoy doing?
4: I feel like, I um, just th- reflecting on that question a little bit, I just feel like we can't really pursue our hobbies all the time, and that's not necessarily a, a, like kind of a factor of how talented we are. Like, for example, in the art world, being talented isn't what's going to make you a great artist anymore because often it's dominated by, let's be honest, like white supremacist rich people who get to decide what is good art and what isn't. That's mm-hmm. why we're finding surface-level art. So you know we really need to change kind of like the way society is moving right now because it's not great Um, and it's not allowing us to be able to make money out of like our skills and our talent like if we think back like culturally in our own histories we had amazing poets who were well off because everybody valued poetry and they were able to make money whereas like a poet right now might be struggling and they'd have to get another job because that world because there's no room for them or we're not allowing room for them in our society um at the end of the day, I think we should all follow or I think that our bodies are, are one of our biggest, most significant tools in navigating the world. We can't go to a five, nine to five job and just live like that. We need to do something that we enjoy. We need to do something that makes us fulfilling. And unfortunately, in this kind of world, like we might not be able to make money out of the skills, no matter how talented we might be. So I'm so sorry. No, I'm, I, I, she's <laughs> no, always so deep. Very it's
0: deep sad. answers, by the way. Very deep answers. I, I really, uh, I mean, it, it, make, it makes you think. And I agree. What were you about to say, Abir?
1: No, it's definitely the sad truth because um I, I'm kind of living proof in a way. Like, I teach. I love it. You know, what I love to... Do I do I love the fact that I have to wake up at 6 o'clock every day and clock out at 4? No. On, you know, um, I love decorating. I have a decorating business on this side. And um, it's sad because that's not something that I know for a fact. Like, I would, you know, I would take the time... And probably take some time off teaching and, and focus on that, but I can't because at the end of the day I don't know if I'll get a booking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, exactly. who knows like when it'll actually like, you know, it's like whatever whatever yeah. comes, you know what I'm saying? And that's why it feels
3: like if you're going the route the creative route full time, you can't just be an artist. You have yeah. to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a hustler, you have to be tech savvy, like yeah. and not a lot of people want to pursue that because then so much of the focus um, ends up being on all those aspects instead of like
0: what, what you love. started yeah. on
3: in the first place, right? Yeah. And so I'm noticing that. But for me, that's something I enjoy. Like, I enjoy the business side of it and I enjoy the hustle. Right. Who knows? I might get burnt out. Like, I might honestly get burnt out at some point. But it's that's why it's like if you do choose to go that route, you have to have a safety net. So, um, and for you pursuing that on the side, like, at, as at least like, the teaching is something you also enjoy, right? Yeah, yeah. it's exhausting, but you're yeah, still that's the it. only part. Yeah, pro-
4: yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. so important like you're literally teaching the next generation, like, you're extremely valuable, and you're probably like, don't feel that at <laughs> yeah, no, the time.
1: Yeah, I know, and it sucks, so yeah, I can say that on both ends.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I agree with everybody's answers. You know, for me, it's just doing something that you love, obviously, is is important. Finding something that you enjoy doing. It might not be your number one priority, but at least find something that you love doing and, and try to pursue it. Because you don't want to wake up every day. Um, and even when you are doing something you love, like Razan said, you still feeling like you're going to work. But at least you're doing something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's not fun uh, finding or doing something that you don't even enjoy and... Especially if you feel like they're, you're not being treated fairly and whatever it is that you're doing, they're not um, supporting you or showing you the respect that you feel like you deserve. That's when you got to start thinking about doing something differently. So, um, my next question is if you were an artist, what would you be doing? Um, and I know you guys kind of already have some things, but um, if you were an artist, I guess maybe what were you thinking of doing before you even became an artist? Or if you were an artist, I guess, what would you be doing? Uh, starting off with you, Janine, if you want to. Yep, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had to get you. And by the way, I don't know where y'all at in, in the in the paintings. Is everybody kind of um, closer to finishing? Or I just wanted to gauge of where everybody is at. I'm done. Okay. Uh,
4: same. I think I'm pretty much done. Okay.
0: I, need, like, I should have asked. I've been more questions. She's over here. <laughs> oh, man, she took a serious. Not oh. really. She took a serious. Look, look how many paints she got in front of her. All right, I, all I got is three. All right, I had three colors. All right, but go ahead, uh, Janine.
4: Um, sure. So, um, so I'm not like, so I'm. A, I have two jobs right yeah. now. So I'm, a, I'm an accountant in the morning, okay, and then I do canvassing with Muslim power um, at night usually. And then also I'm an organizer, and then also I'm an artist. So I feel like I don't have time to breathe. But um, I feel like if I didn't, if I, if I wasn't capable of art, what I used to do before is I used to play the guitar. And wow, I used nice. to, I know, I was so good at it too. Um, <laughs>
2: You're going to have to teach me some uh...
4: I haven't played. And ever <laughs> since I discovered art, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> 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 but I think maybe I would have in, been into more music, I guess. Um, I feel like I would have definitely figured out a creative outlet. Inshallah, Allah can ya'awood Like, okay, he gave me these painting skills now. Maybe he would have given me a voice or, you know, something else to, I guess, expand.
0: Okay. How about you, uh, Razan?
4: Wait, when you mentioned
1: well, the second job that you have, um, what was it?
4: So I canvass. So I just make sure Muslims are able to vote. Oh, okay. Midterm mm. okay. elections. Yeah, okay. it's like Linda Sarsour's org. Empower. It's called.
0: Nice. How about you, Rizan?
4: Um, I was originally interested in forensics, which is
3: like mm. completely different. Um, but I in high why th- I
1: can see you doing that in high
3: school. Is I, forensics is like you know when you watch like Criminal Minds. Yeah, so people cool. who are kind of like analyzing. Uh, the evidence and the body mm-hmm. um, pathology, like it's kind of like a general term. So, I was interested in that just because of the shows I watched. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's very different, like in real, real life. life. Yeah. And so, in high school, like I anything I was interested in, I was like, I need to find people to talk to so I can see if this is what it's like. And I spoke to a forensic pathologist, and she's like, it's nothing like that. She's like, it's very slow, and if you want something fast paced, like this is not the career for you. Um, you're in the lab like twenty four seven, so. All of that, like, on-site crime scene stuff, that's, like, very police-heavy. Like, you have to go through police academy. um, And then, like, you testify a lot. So, like, it it was just very different. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I see myself in this. And so it was kind of, like, one of the medical um, pathways that I was Mm -hmm. thinking of doing. But, honestly, if the medical field didn't have such a long um, education path, I would probably have done something. But I I just... I don't like school like as much as I yeah. enjoy art and I'm, you know, in art school right now. I f- I hate the rigidness of it. It's like it it's so consuming so like you can't really function until you're out. So yeah. I'm just yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's a great point. Um and I I definitely agree with that as well. And I so for those that are watching or eventually watching, I just want to go over this one more time. So basically, we have Jeanine and Razan here. They they are both artists. And so we wanted to have a little bit of fun. So we are all um, painting a different picture here. While we're having an interview, I wanted to try something new. I was like, let's have some fun with it. Let's do something different. And I'm glad that we were able to get Janine and Rezan here today to be on the show. So uh, I appreciate both of you being here today. uh, Janine, we forgot to offer you anything to drink. Do you want any water or coffee? We have both of those over here if you want us to bring it, Ramsey's right there. If you want him to bring you a coffee, you want some coffee? Some Qahwa House, by the way. Shout out to Kahwa House.
4: Oh, um, I think just water, Wallah.
0: Okay. Uh thank you, Ramsey. I appreciate it. Shout out to Ramsey again. He's in the back right here, uh, producing. Um, middle schooler is out here, got the camera, got the sounds and everything going. Um so yeah, we got we got art over here in front of us. We're gonna show you. Um we're gonna show you all of our art eventually once everybody finishes up. Can I the light? Uh and Abid is over here trying to perfect her wonderful art already, but it's okay. Because this is what she does. Like I told y'all, she enjoys it. She's an artist behind I'm scenes. I'm not. All right? She's an artist behind scenes. I like um, But Go ahead, but, Yeah, I like my son with Abir. Uh, but yeah, with that said, I guess going into maybe even the last question is uh, what advice would you give somebody that wants to maybe become an artist or you know pursue some kind of art but don't have the motivation or they're quote-unquote, they don't have the time to do it. I guess what advice would you give them um, if they're struggling with motivation, inspiration, or they say that they don't have the time to do it, knowing that when you pursue your art, by the way, I don't think we've touched on this yet, but how it like, helps you mentally and how it helps you relax, whatever it may be, poetry, you know, people that do the music industry part, people that do paintings, um, whatever it may be, um, I guess let's start off on that. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, Does it relax you and you know, do you enjoy it, Janine?
4: Um, I guess I used to say, or I used to tell people and say, like, my best paintings are when I'm having a mental breakdown and I'm, like, crying (laughs) in front of the canvas, but I think as I grew up, I realized it's actually just healing. Like, what, like, painting has helped me process, and usually after I read a book or after I'm going through, like, something really emotional, um, I think painting has really helped me process the situation, and, like, I'm able to look at my paintings and feel like they're just a snapshot. Of like a certain time in my life, like they're they're my Instagram page, you know. Like, uh-huh. oh, like that was when I was feeling upset over that person. Totally forgot their name, but that's so funny, you know. Yeah. So I think as long um, those that are struggling to create, like, remember and affirm that you're creating for yourself and not for others, and that maybe don't try to think of it in a, in in, a, in an aspect or in this like, I guess this this is expectation that you're supposed to create good art just create whatever you're doing and if you love something you'll always find time to do it so
0: nice nice that's a great answer Razan. i dishing it to you uh you know I guess the first question is you know is is art like another healing mechanism for you and and then what advice would you give somebody that's struggling to pursue it with motivation inspiration and stuff like that
3: Janine with the deep answers man yeah she she does man yeah she's Um, great she's great yeah, it's definitely healing. I feel like um, when I really got invested into it, it was a really tough period um, or time in my life, and so it was a really great way to kind of um, process things, and it was a perfect outlet. Like, I mean, you're producing things as you're kind of grieving or whatever you're going through, right? And so it is very healing. It's still very stressful, obviously, um, when you're trying to create, um, projects and obviously make your, um, work, um, transcend just outside of what you do, right? And so, um, I, I would say for people who feel like they can't find the time or the motivation for it, um, if it's something you really want, you will make time for it. And if it's like a hobby that you want to get into, I would say the extra time that you do have, whether it's like binge watching Netflix, whatever, take, the time to do that as you're doing that right so like if you want to watch your show pull out a canvas just get started it's all about just kind of immersing yourself in it i feel like we always feel like we need to be perfect we need to have everything ready and like janine said like you, your work it doesn't have to be this beautiful amazing painting right like if you just want to get into it um you know you'll progress eventually you'll get better at it um but yeah like i feel like my first year of art school really sucked like, I feel like it was, it really sucked the energy out of it. It, it didn't feel as healing because there's so much like pressure to do well. Um, I remember my first day of class, <laughs> we had to like draw like from like still life. So there's a bunch of objects, and you, she literally told us to just draw. And then like, you have all these like people around you who are like international students who've been trained since they were like three in art. And I had literally gotten started like that year in trying to like figure out if I wanted to do art and so I remember feeling like like I was like this doesn't feel like fun anymore right um and obviously I got past that class like it was an intro class they were just trying to push you to perfect your technique but I was like literally it was like Picasso right there and my work didn't look anything like that were you and pointing
0: at me when you said Picasso, by the way? No, definitely.
3: Because
0: oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Omar Picasso today, by the way.
3: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> nah. No, I mean, yeah. So it's it's easy to get lost in that. But um, generally, it, it is healing and it's enjoyable for me. So.
0: Yeah. Are we lot? Do we have to show the art live, by the way? Can we just hide this, by the way? No. I'm just going to not- grab this picture behind me and act like this was me.
2: Um, I went about... Around August, uh, me and my friends, for one one of her birthdays, we did the the clay bowls. We made bowls Mm. and stuff like that. And then um, we painted the bowls, and my bowl was horrible (laughs) compared to the rest. (laughs) It was so embarrassing, and now I just use it for my kitten's uh, uh, food. Food. So no,
4: you have yeah. no idea how much I love ugly ceramics. I've been trying to buy one of those like really bulgy uh, mugs. Uh, I love them. <laughs> I'll give it to you for the girl. category,
3: like ugly ceramics sell.
2: Like people yeah, like that. Yeah. No, but it was really therapeutic. It was yeah. so fun. And even like um, last year for my job, I had to go to this um, like week, um, what was it, um, training? Mm-hmm. And it was a week and I had none of my coworkers, it was just me. Yeah. And it was like all these random people. And it was, like, talking for five hours and break and then another three hours. And I wanted to, like, literally jump off the walls. And they had um, crayons and coloring books, and that's what made me go through. Like, I was just, like, sitting there,
1: finished, like, two books, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow, I
2: should do this more often. Yeah. But um,
1: No, even yeah. um, when I, one of my art, cl- I had to take an art class um, for my education degree because it's a mm-hmm. comprehensive, so, like, just in case I, you know, they don't have an art teacher we can like jump in but anyways um and then the teacher made it a huge a huge point to when students are drawing something we never say oh that looks good it looks beautiful we have to actually um kind of uh, you know talk about their whatever the technique they use mm-hmm. oh i love how you use the red yeah. or i love how you you know what i'm saying so there's no there's no bad or ugly painting.
0: Okay. Why are you looking at me when you said ugly or bad painting? I mean, what's going <laughs> I'll on? I'll
1: show you one.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold oh, on. Before isn't. we do that, no. you don't have to look I at just me. Just <laughs> laugh
1: Because I, you know, I knew that you would do something to
0: do with that. All right. Uh, so, a couple things. First of all, give a shout out to the people, You know, uh Biggest fan of Oz Media said, I'm the best artist saying hello from Ann Arbor, by the way. And then, A, look at you at zen, said, Isra or Israbi. Okay, I don't want to mess that up. Uh, is that, did I say that right? Esra, I think. Uh, Esra, B I, then? Because there's a B I? That's her last name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Caltrade Troop, best show on Tuesday afternoon. Shout out to Caltrade. Then my wife said, let's see the paintings. I'm curious, okay? <laughs> uh, so this is the time when we do that. But before we do that, I just want to say uh, for those that are struggling, like my point of view is um, I agree 100%. First of all, it's very, very therapeutic. Like people are sleeping on it, man. I know guys will be like, oh, I don't paint. You know, it's not. It's not what I do, man. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I painted with my wife a couple times. You know, this time right here. Every time, it's just I enjoy it. I see my daughter. Sometimes she has homework. She start coloring. I'm like, man, let me grab a crayon right quick. Start, you know, help you out a little bit. So it's it's fun. Uh, it's definitely um, you know keeps your mind busy and you're doing something that is calming you and is relaxing. So I I can see the definitely the therapeutic part of this and that's with everything like with me. I enjoy writing and so writing can be therapeutic for me, you know, whatever it may be, uh, poetry or just in general, anything, you know, so uh, definitely look into something because it's something that gives you balance in life, you know, you need that balance. I do want
1: to say something. You can tell a real art they literally only use like two brushes for their whole canvas and then like I use all my brushes I used And, all them, my brushes, and yeah. I still
4: his. <laughs> no I mean no, that's the, the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I'm I'm not trying.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you know, I don't know if y'all ready. Um how I want to do this? One by one, yeah, yeah, one sure. at the same time. All right. So Sada, talk about
1: your like. Wh- why? Like, what were you thinking when you were doing? Okay. That? I okay. wasn't thinking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying. I'm trying Goodbye. to look at the. I'm trying to look at the camera and see like so. Sada, you could go show your picture. second I just want to make sure like people can actually see them um, from where you're at. So I'm looking at the camera right here. You don't gotta zoom in. We don't gotta zoom in. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. We'll see. Sada, you want to go ahead and show yours? that's oh, no, not bad. Oh. People can see it. It's really good, people can see it. I can see it right here. Uh,
2: all right. So, I got a hill full of flowers, <laughs> I got the birds. You want to move,
0: move it this way because the mic is blocking it? Yeah, um, there you and go. And
2: I got a tree with some, I don't know if they're apples or cherries, I was undecided. <laughs> um, and then we have a beautiful s- blue sky with some clouds and a sun.
0: I guess, I guess I'm next, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, you. um. I got a wonderful Spartan S. That's, that's go green. It looks blue. like a it looks like a, <laughs>
1: that's go blue.
0: It looks like a number two or a five. Or, all right. Or whatever it may be. But if I if I wanna connect it, I'm gonna say that I was number five in high school. So this is a five slash S, okay? Right. Uh, my reasoning behind it, well, first of all, obviously this is MSU U of M not official week. Uh, but it's MSU U of M. They're playing each other next week, but they're both on bye, so they don't have a game this week. So our next opponent is each other. Uh, so I've got to represent, obviously I graduated out of state and knowing that there's a U of M uh, <laughs> grad here as well, kind of got to send a subliminal message before the big game. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much everything I do is MSU as well. I would, probably would have guessed that I was going to do something like this. So yeah, terrible S, but everything is art. You know, it's all about the, the person. I art.
1: love how you use green.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I love how you uh, gave me a positive whatever that's called affirmation. Appreciate it. So Ivy is over here. Is about to at least dog me and no, no, not at
1: all. By I the mean, way, I Sada, yours see it is on not the bad. Side and it looks really good. No, yeah. So I teach and I teach first grade, and um, you know I thought about <laughs> color pencils. I'm
0: just laughing because it's. Uh, I'm gonna still take a picture of these, by the way, and, and post them and, and let y'all know who did what and stuff.
1: And yes, yeah, so I post. I made some color pencils. It's so what that I is you? really cute. Yeah, so I might as well post it in my mm-hmm. room.
0: Yeah, for sure. And
1: that's like and a like, cute like,
3: yeah. like door framed
0: one hundred. There yeah. you go. Very nice. There you go. Thank that's you. actually very very, very nice. cool. Very cool, Abir. I'm jealous. Yeah. I wish you put an R so I could take it, Mister Thabit.
2: I'm throwing this one in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't
1: have a meal You can reuse I it. You just paint right over. That's why I was gonna like blending is. I'm not a like. You know, I'm very red, blue, green, mm-hmm. but like you know. Yeah.
0: I better show the picture a little bit more. I mean, I wasn't looking at the camera, yeah. but make sure you kind of show yours so that people can see it. You know, from least really three, cute. four seconds.
1: Colorful, color pencils.
0: Looks very nice. Looks very nice, Razan.
1: Right. I went
3: with a basic sunset. Wow Can we trade? <laughs> you can have it I got too many canvases at home So Gorgeous. I love it
0: That looks actually great if you, That's you. Yeah, very nice oh.
3: yeah, I just I I don't really do acrylic I do watercolor So I know this is very much uh, Janine's forte But I feel like I was like The blending part is like my favorite It's just the most relaxing So that's kind of what I went with
0: mm. yeah. Yeah. I should have went for a sunset Kind of theme as well Yeah Looks really cool <laughs> Janine, you want to go ahead and show your boys' picture?
4: Um, it's not my greatest work, but <laughs> I just did a bird. Oh wow! wow. wow. Yes, that's
0: very nice. Wow. Abstract. Look at that. And it's yeah, it's gonna pop up eventually because like that's a little, like three seconds slower. But yeah, that is that is that is very nice.
1: And what I notice about both of you is that you you're, the way that you use your paint is like you have a popping like you use a like three D kind, kind like of it. yeah.
3: I like the texture. Yeah, I feel like it's it's more fun. Like, I have to
1: smooth this out. Well, that looks sweet.
3: I mean it's all different styles, right? I mean her work is all textured. It's really
0: beautiful. Yeah. Like so.
2: now, did you did you guys see how I try to make the grass 3D? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just joking>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well uh, this is so nice. Yeah, yeah, this is actually very cool. This is very cool. This is awesome. One on just first of all, before we give our final words, again, um, you know, this is season two, episode seven, Table Talk Podcast. We're you know the titles mastering your I'm we're here with Janine and Azan. Uh, Both of them are artists. You know, be sure to subscribe to our pages. YouTube, Oz Media 313. Facebook and Instagram, MotivateMe313. If you want to listen to the show later, it will be posted on Oz Media, Apple and Spotify Podcast, Oz Media. You can also follow us on TikTok, Oz Media, and then calling in for future reference numbers 313-306-1750. Again, shout out to our sponsors, the Balkan House, Hanley International Academy, Kahwa House, and BC Adhesives. We appreciate them as well. This is a time for final word. If anybody wants to close this hour, any kind of final comments that you may have. Um, Janine, we'll start off with you. What is your any final comments that you want to say, advice?
4: Um. Well, actually, I don't really have anything, but thank you guys so much for having me. It was so much fun painting and talking with folks. Um, and yeah, like do what you want to do. <laughs> How can
0: people follow you? How can people uh, reach you? Maybe even book you for something is it, it may need a painting or something
4: um sure so uh is my instagram art page sr7aneh and then my website is sarhana.com nice i have a question for both of you mm-hmm.
1: would do you rather do digital or like this
4: like can physical um for me, I, I actually have a really love hate relationship. Mostly hate with digital, but yeah. again, it's for consumption. It's accessible and it gets the work done. Um, for me, the bigger the better. I want to like murals, huge huge paintings. That's like where my where I, my heart gets so happy doing. Wow.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, I just started working digitally. It's like a completely different um type of work. I feel like it's. It makes things a lot more easier. It's more efficient. But my comfort zone is obviously, like, the traditional painting, so...
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: All right, we got a phone call. I don't know if it's personally for me or if it's, like, a caller because uh, I don't want to not answer this. But go ahead. Uh, want uh, Any final word that you may have, Razan?
3: Um, You guys can follow me on Instagram, Azan Creates. Uh, I spell my name with two A's after a Z because I know a lot of people spell it differently. I'm also on TikTok, same handle. And I have a website, designcreates.com.
1: And then do you guys also do, like, for instance, if someone wrote a book, would you Mm -hmm. be, like, open to illustrating the book? Or is that something that you guys are not into?
0: It's a great question.
4: I do book illustrations. I'm working on one right now. Beautiful. I did an academic illustrations, so research papers, but um when i was younger i actually did make my own child book wow. <laughs> does that count? yeah really yeah it was pop-up and everything no way wow. yeah it was really cute <laughs> well i mean would you be open to
1: someone like say for instance if there was an uh, you know an author that was looking for a
4: illustrator like would you be open to that yeah of course i kind of do that work but yeah
0: okay that's I'm awesome that's great to know uh, for future reference for everybody mm-hmm. um if you called and you were trying to call then please feel free to call back i'm sorry that was me i just didn't want to answer because i didn't know but feel free to call back if you wanted to uh, say anything to these wonderful artists that are here uh today um yeah, there you go See, unknown caller they're listening all right I'm make sure i press one all right I'm, I'm like a bad i'm like terrible with like this uh hold on one second Hello. Yes, who do we have calling? Hi, my name is Sumaya. How are you? <laughs> my Good. <laughs> who who's calling by the way?
1: Sumaya.
0: Sumeya. Uh Sumeya? Sumeya. is it Sumaya? Okay. Um are you calling are you watching the show right now? No, I'm not. But oh. no, my friend is on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how are you doing, Sumaya? Good. So Razan is the friend by the way that you're referring to? She's a
3: fellow artist. She's a graphic designer. Oh
0: nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, first of all, Sumaya, um, uh, I don't know if you've seen the artwork. Are you, did you see the artwork that we just showed right now? No, I am not I wasn't she has
3: I'm
0: not on watched Instagram it. right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well you, you calling in to give a shout out, by the way? Are you <laughs> by the way, somebody somebody commented that I'm crying that Isra is crying right now. But uh, yeah, did you have a question by the way for the panel here? Um, I mean, I guess if you guys, you guys are also artists or no, we, we, oh, not at all. If you've seen my picture, you know the answer to that question before you asked it. But uh, uh, no, we we just kind of do a table talk show. We have a podcast show. We wanted to, um, we wanted Janine and Razan to come on the show and, you know, talk to us about being artists. And we are actually all painting, you know, while we're having the show, we wanted to try something different. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I just had a
3: question,
1: I guess, for them, too. It's like, um, how do you guys find time to, you know, like, do your work and still feel motivated to do more work?
0: Nice. That's a great question. So how do you find time to do your work and feel motivated to do more work? So, Rezanne, we can start off with you.
3: Um, yeah, it's funny because she's, like, one of my best friends, so we just had this conversation. But um, I guess it's very easy to get burnt out in this field so um kind of knowing when to step away from the work is really important and um just eliminating things that aren't as important so like i don't really watch tv i don't really waste time in that sense i mean i waste time on other platforms but um i don't let myself kind of get drained by things like that because there's just so little time and so the time that I am devoting to my artwork, like, I have the energy for it because I'm not drained by that stuff. And so I think it's just figuring out what your priorities are and, um, and that kind of helps you, I guess, have the motivation because you're not as drained by things that aren't as important. So
0: Nice, nice answer. And by the way, people are demanding that we show the paintings one more time, by the way. So they said all at once. Uh, do you want me to hold yours and you hold mine and act like this one is yours? And <laughs> here you go. This is uh, the wonderful painting. I, I'm assuming everybody would know which one is mine, by the way, Ramsey. you agree? Ramsey's in the back right quick. So, uh, like I said, it'll pop up on the television screen. So this is all of our paintings. I hope you guys can see them. Um, I'm going to be posting a post probably tomorrow uh, with all of our paintings asking um, "Oh God, I'm a- which one you uh, enjoy or... You know, oh kind of put that all <laughs> right. I mean, we don't got to do that. I'll just say, like, here's the paintings from yesterday, you know, enjoy or something. But, um, Janine, do you want to answer that question? Basically, is how do you find time and how you keep yourself motivated?
4: Um, sure. So, through organizing, through my job, I do everything literally for everyone else in a sense. And like, painting is just that one thing I do for me. So, in order for me to continue doing the work that I want to do, um, I need to find time for myself. It's like my self-care kind of thing, where like, at least one hour a day, I need to do trees. I need to sit down or paint. I need to do something that I dedicate for myself, because otherwise, then what am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's your me time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs their me time, and so you enjoy it in the me time. Uh, Sumeya, that was a great question. I don't know if you have any more questions for us, Sumeya.
3: No, yeah, thank you. Those are
0: great answers. Alright, well thank you so much for calling in, Sameya, and, and appreciate it. Showing everybody else that you can call in. And I promise you, I'll figure out how to answer a phone call. But thank you so much, Sumeya. I appreciate it. All
2: right, thank
3: you.
0: All right. Well, with that said, um I knew I do wanna uh stick and respect everybody's time. I know everybody has somewhere to probably be after this. So um Abir Sara, any final word you wanna say?
1: No, I love it and hopefully you guys um are a part of a huge mural in the future. Inshallah. Okay. We
3: should work on one together. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sarah, what are your final words?
2: Um, thank you for showing me what real art looks like. <laughs> Live. <laughs>
0: Live? Yeah.
2: No, but um thank you guys for coming. No seriously. Thank you guys for having us. For sure. Yeah.
0: Janine Razan, thank you so much for being here. Um uh, thank you for those that watch or will eventually watch. Uh remember you can uh, see this later on Oz Media's YouTube page or listen to it later on Apple on Spotify Podcast we hope you enjoyed the show this week we want to give you guys a little bit scale back we've been having some pretty serious shows so we want to have some fun today um, we will be back next week Tuesday hope you all tune in Ramsey if you want to close us out I'm on OBS thank you all for watching uh, we'll see you all next week